When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, 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 and welcome to another Scoutcast brought to you by Fantasy Football Scout. International break version. As always, you are joined by me, Andy, FPL Mode, and we are also joined by the ever-international Seb. How's it going, Seb? Ever-international. Oh, yes. I'm about as, like, boringly British as you can get, I think. <laughs> um, but I will, I, will take the, uh, I will take the international vibes. I'm good, thank you, my friend. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. I mean, it's looking a bit healthier on screen this week. Some green arrows, <laughs> some about. green arrows. Yeah, it's, we've been waiting for a while, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, no matter what the rank is, it looks better with a little green arrow. You know, funny little psycho- psychological, you know, make it green as opposed to red and we're happy. Even if realistically you add up our ranks and we're still like two and a half million. <laughs> shh, shh. <laughs> but um, obviously it's worth saying we were both on wildcard last week. Uh, thank you very much for all the people that joined us in the chat. Um, we've got about 100 people in the chat already, which is good for an international break. Hopefully that goes up a little bit more. Um, it is a Q&A night tonight, so we will answer as many questions as possible that you guys put into the chat, and we will just literally spend half an hour to 40 minutes answering as many questions as we possibly can. So make sure you chuck them in there. Literally chuck them in there now, and I will um, start answering as many as possible. Um, Seb, we were both on wildcard this week. I went Harland. Yeah. You went no Harland. Both had a green arrow. How did it go? Good. I mean, considering, but what, I think I had everyone play before the yeah. city match obviously because i had no arsenal and city so like i was like live fpl time was about 500k then obviously dropped the 900 because auto subs and any city or arsenal players but yeah up from where was i like 2 million to 900 is all right obviously though no harlem was my gambit i did captain son as opposed to salah which was obviously tough mm-hmm. uh, salah would have probably kept me in about 500 or something would have done much better but realistically i was thinking about this just before we came on and i was like oh should i be like yes i nailed the no harlem shout or not and for one week, yes. But obviously, Haaland now has a scary fixture. And if I captain Son this week against Luton, as opposed to having the option of captaining, say, Haaland against Brighton, well, Son didn't return for me. So in theory, I need a Haaland blank when he would have been a captain against Brighton for that for that gambit to come off. Now, obviously, it's a bigger team game, right? But if you're just comparing <laughs> the captaincy decisions, I would say I'm in a tougher spot. So this might be my green this week, and it might be red next week. What about Fingers you, mate? You've got Harland, right? Fingers crossed. Yeah, I got Harland straight away. Captaincy on him, obviously. Um, I just want to ask, though, before we ask, a, 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 get a few questions from the chat, how much, and is it, I mean, I suppose you can probably see it on live FPL, just Harland getting two points, what did that do for your rank in terms of how much did that affect your rank going down? Do you know? I have no idea at all. Because I'd uh, love can, to I know. Can, I can look it up now, but it'll take a second. Because I know each they always tell you like each point costs you this much rank yeah, in yeah. terms of players you own. 
I'd love to know. Yeah, you, you know, you know, a great way to damage your mental health is look at that team of um, is it Nemesis or whatever? You know, the yeah, yeah, that I know. rank most. Yeah, look at that, and then just spend the weekend thinking about it. <laughs> um, cool. So, where's like risks around my team? Harlan, two points. 159,000 places is what his two points cost me. For each point or just uh, no, for all, both? All, all, all together, each point. It doesn't say each point against uh, when you don't own them. But uh, okay. Watkins gained me 147,000 uh, places. So, you know, Watkins versus Harland. Nice. But that was five points. Uh, yeah, Watkins. yeah, it was five points. Yeah, Darwin's five points got me 200,000 places, mate. Nice. That I was, like that it. was, but you know, never mind Harland. That was probably the bigger one, right? Going uh, go Darwin. Um, yeah, no, it's good. Got the got the got the assist, but again, maybe you want a little bit more because yeah. the main reason I ended up going there was the more assured minutes with Hakpo out. Yeah, but now we have the international break. We know he has that earlier fixture after after traveling, so we'll see. And then obviously Hakpo will return to fitness at some point, so maybe wouldn't mind being further ahead there. But but nice to have it come off at first. Yeah, we'll see what happens next week. See what happens. Harlan, yeah, Brighton at home. They're, they're pretty good defensively. I'm sure Harlan will get a blank there anyway. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, James Fantham, uh, James, Paul Fantham says, uh, went no Harlan on my wild card and took one million off my rank. Lovely stuff. Oh, um, and Shekel says, not having Harlan the past few games has been a good thing to be fair. Uh, yeah, but like Seb's just said, there's a few weeks coming up where that's where we want to see what happens. But Best we'll position to be in is like Harlan, Salah and Son, which I know you've got. Because then at least you still have that. You know, even if you don't captain Haaland, you still have the points he's probably going to bring. But yeah. I think I, I tweeted, tried to sound sage, but probably failed. But I tried to tweet something relatively level-headed, just for myself, maybe for the people, uh, before the weekend, which was to the effect of, if you haven't gone with Haaland, you aren't saying, I don't think he will score. Yeah. He will definitely score goals. He absolutely will. And so this, you know, this wild card with Haaland or without Haaland isn't judged on that. It's judged on whether your team overcomes the other person's team overall. So, yeah. you know, I think Haaland will outscore any one of my players individually, probably. But the idea is my team can outscore a no Haaland team. That's the gambit anyway. Yeah, lovely stuff. Uh, right, so we've got some questions then. Uh, Michael Lowe says, would you cap Salah in each of the next four game weeks? Uh, let's have a look. So Everton at home, yes, I'm captaining there. Forest at home, probably. Who does Son have? Son has Palace away. So yeah, I think Salah there. Uh, then Luton away, so yes. Although you were just saying before we went live, kind of worth road, mate. You didn't fancy it. What about Salah? <laughs> well, you got to bear in mind. Obviously, you're looking at this because you don't have Haaland. Now, yeah. if Haaland was chucked into this mix, because Haaland's got Brighton at home next week. Oh, that's fair. And he's got Bournemouth in eleven. I will have a quick look for you. So we have Brighton at home, then Man United away, and Bournemouth in eleven. So I think Brighton at home is tough. That's scary. Bournemouth at home almost. I'm almost not scared by that one because I just know I've lost. Like, I've lost that week. That's fine. <laughs> I will take that. I need to gain the rank elsewhere. Um, and in 11, was that just where I was saying, uh, yeah, Salah has Luton away. So I, I'll take that. That's not too bad at all. Um, so, yeah, I think when we went through this with the other week, I wouldn't have captained Harlan against Brighton because I think I'd go Salah. But I would against Bournemouth. Like, definitely. That's a that's yeah. a lovely fixture for Harlan. Yeah. So potentially, what, two fixtures out of the next four would be Salah? I mean, I, no I, I kind of took that question as like with a Salah Son team. But yeah, if you've got Haaland, you're probably going at least one, if not two. Yeah. And then I think the other is probably Salah. Yeah. Uh, SEO's got some interesting questions in here. I heard Andy's rank history is nothing great. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, said, uh, tell us both your rank histories. Well, Seb is, I mean, your rank histories from the last three or four years is pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, 
I've 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 done all right. Um, yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, you can you can find these things on like you know go Google the. I don't know who it is. I can't remember who it is. I'm so sorry, but there's a there's at least one site I think that you know tracks people's histories over like two seasons, three seasons, five all time, and yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not too bad. I'm all, I'm all right. I've, I've, you know, I haven't got a 10k finish yet, but 15k is my highest finish. So yeah, it's all right. And I've I've got enough that it means it's okay. I've got like 17 seasons worth, <laughs> so I should probably have a good one. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, you look, I've 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 also got an account from like 2007, I think, which yeah. is like you know sixth form for me. So yeah, like, yeah, sixth. back then I specifically remember in sixth form wild carding like during an international break or something like that yeah and basically trying to get a midfield of gerard lampard ronaldo fabregas and i think it was jimmy bullard i might have confused that but i think that was the season where like you know you wouldn't do that now because you'd be like oh great you've got a massive midfield and you can't you know be like yeah, trying yeah. To get, well, i guess it'd be like trying to get harlan salons on but say kane was here too you just sacrifice the rest of your team i like it but back then i was just like oh, midfielders get so many points and i can i can get all of the good ones that everyone really captains every week and yeah and yeah and then you look at my rank from that season it's like i don't know 400k out of out of about a million people so yeah <laughs> nice um john cahill says uh, what do you guys think of jobberschlei as an option for liverpool's good fixture run um I love him as a player. I picked him in a lot of draft teams as well because I thought he's a really good player. The only thing I'll say is, just being on wildcard now, it's hard enough picking five midfielders, let alone putting Shobishlai in there as well because obviously you've got Salah too. I, I personally don't know how you're going to fit him in based on all the other players that I think are good. You've got to probably fit Saka in again soon. You've got to probably fit Matoma in again soon. We've already got Son. We've already got Salah. I mean, we've already got, uh, who else? Diaby probably as well. Like, it, it is really tough to get these players in. So I love him as a player, but I think I love him more as a player than an FPL player, personally. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think, so he's 7 million. I was just looking now. I think, because I, I was thinking, it was either just before the weekend or just after that I hadn't thought of him once. You know what? It was probably after, because he got an assist for the penalty. So of course I did hindsight bias. And I remember thinking, oh, why didn't I look at him? Like that that feels like a tempting pick. Seven million is a good price, but obviously it does take a Liverpool spot. It does take a midfield slot. Mm-hmm. And just looking at some numbes here, 0.27 non-pen XG and XA combined over the season so far, uh, per 90, that is, of course, and uh, not overall. So, you know, not, not too many matches, but I think that tells the story of Yeah, is getting 90 every week. And I think it looks really good for what Liverpool want in real life. But if you're wanting attacking Liverpool threat, there's obviously Salah. And then there's probably Diaz, Darwin, Afit Hakpo and Jota. Like, you know, if you get the minutes, they're probably all ahead of him in terms of who you'd want to get in your team. Yeah, exactly. Right, let's go on a bit of a five-minute quickfire round. Here we go then. So we'll try and answer as many as possible. Um, FPL Soccer Crazy says, I've already done my wildcard a few weeks ago. Is it worth doing a minus eight to get Salah in? No, but I will say just because I'm minus eight sounds painful. He's got to yeah. do a lot to overcome that. Yeah, I agree. I think that's tough, but might be wanting to look to get Salah in soon. So maybe try and move things around across a couple of weeks, maybe. Uh, Matty R says, who's the best captain in game week nine? I need to know who's playing game week nine now. Um, oh, Harland. Sa- Salah. Harland. I reckon it's Salah. Yeah. Everton at home, Brighton at home. Oh, yeah, it'll be Harland, won't it? Pickford I'm just going Salah because I don't have Harland. Pickford just kept a clean sheet, mate. Uh, FPL Maestro. <laughs> Uh, so this is a quick bit of advice. Now it's 7.7K, lovely stuff. Uh, no chips used, no hits taken. Any oh. advice, new territory, even for me. Do uh, whatever no, ever been, for me, sorry. Do whatever you've been doing so far, mate. Don't listen to us. Look yeah, at our ranks. Don't listen to um, us. Don't listen to us. Genuine advice, ignore your rank. Like just 
just play what you think is ahead of you. Ignore that rank. Don't try and play for rank at this stage. Yeah. Uh, Jim Hilkins says, Seb, what made you decide to sell Haaland? Um, fixtures. And, the you know, we were talking about captains. So the opportunity to go against a player that is often an auto-captain combined with good captains elsewhere and what it could do to the rest of the team. So I think my team yeah. outscores a Haaland team. Yeah. And, then I, and then I cry. Uh, uh, Kawak says uh, best under 7.5 million midfielder no Liverpool cover so we were just looking at Diaby earlier weren't we mm. um, so I know that was under 6.7 so under 7.5 uh, Bowen's up there which is nice Sterling nah. Diaby I like it's quite a bit under so maybe you could find something else to do with that money but now that Diaby's fit with those next is it four fixtures look mm -hmm. awesome I'd be very tempted by going there yeah uh, I would say if you're looking this week, the answer would be very different to if you were looking next week. Um, I really like Bowen. I think Bowen's great shout mm -hmm. for next week on. And, uh, you know, if, if you go in there as well, I think those Brighton boys are going to be tough to to go against as well, like Matoma, obviously, next week. Um, and that Adringa, be interesting to see if he starts to start a bit more because he's looked very interesting. Um, and if you want to go really cheap, I mean, the fixtures aren't great, but Cole Palmer, maybe on penalties for Chelsea. Yeah, with Ooh. Nicholas Jackson on the pitch. I'm yeah. glad I dodged that bullet, mate. I know, and Sterling. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Um, uh, Greg Watson, if we know Darwin is on the bench, do we play him or Matoma this week? I mean, who, you, if you know someone's bench, do you play the starter? Who have Brighton got? Uh, City, mate. Oh, City. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, we literally just said that. Yeah. But you know, if you if you know if you know Darwin is benched, like if you genuinely know he's benched, yeah, yeah, sure, the fixture is is a lot better. But he could get five minutes and could block a good auto sub or something, right? I think you just play Mitoma. Yeah, I think so as well. Uh, did a little look. Uh, James Smith, FPL has finished me, lads. Yeah, sorry, mate. <laughs> uh, Shekel says, "Are you taking in Haaland versus Brighton, Seb? Taking it as in watching? No, um, as in, are you going to be getting him in? I think." Oh, no, no, no. I'd have to I'd have to perform surgery. I was thinking about this earlier because I've got, I guess, like one of the arguments would be like, oh, you've got Fernandez rather than Haaland. But even that, I'd be million short. Like doing, say, Darwin up to Haaland would cost me like seven million. Yeah. So I'd have to I'd have to turn Bruno Fernandez into a one million pound player. So I, it's not even it's not even a trippier downgrade as well. Ten right? Hogs like managed several, to do that, mate. Uh... Several downgrades. <laughs> which I think that shows why, you know, the team that no Haaland can get you, but yeah. also shows how stuck I am if I do need to get back to Haaland. Um, to do less of a look, see if we get some more. Uh, Damien Bruin says, When are we going to get Seb some headphones? Oh, what's wrong with these? Don't know, oh, look like you're at uni. <laughs> they probably, we probably are from uni, actually. Yeah, I, I, had, I, had, I had some better ones that broke, <laughs> and so yeah, I've got these blue ones. They do the job. Ah, oh, here's a good question. So, um, we did a bit of a quick fire around there. Uh, Carl Bugler says, Tell me, is it worth keeping Rashford for Sheffield United? I mean, I'm going to have Fernandez, so yeah. I I went Fernandez very deliberately over Rashford on the wild card because I think minutes, penalties, etc. But I didn't watch any of the Man United match, but it looked like Rashford was involved a bit in whatever Man United managed to create. So I'd say yeah. If you've still got him now, you want a Sheffield United fixture, don't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> Andy um... says no. Oh, we're a mess, mate. We're, we're, we're such a mess. Like, yeah. it just papers over cracks, like two goals in the 93 minutes plus, and they're both from McTominay. Like, we're just. When, a I, mess. when I saw that on SofaScore, I was because obviously 1 0 down, and I saw 2 1, and I was like, oh, go on, be so good if Fernandez had like jammed a, a penalty. 
And then Scott McTominay was like, oh, of course. Yeah. Of McGuire course. Assist. Of course. McGuire yeah, brilliant. Assist. brilliant. Yeah. Uh, actual, actual joke. James Stevenson says, best long-term Chilwell replacements. Uh, he already owns Cash, a doggy, Anderson, and a Newcastle defender. Uh, Cash, a doggy. I've got Dallow. I know you weren't like that after that chat we just had. Uh, no Tottenham. Oh, no, your doggy. Mm. You know what? Out of that. So I've got Cash, Dallow, Burn, Trippier, Pedro Porro. The only thing I felt like I was missing was Liverpool. And that would have been like Robertson over Trippier, which were the same price. So realistically, unless I'm missing someone there, it's probably one of those players which you basically have or Liverpool or in, I think, is it one week, two weeks, Arsenal, game week 10, Arsenal are good again. So mm-hmm. maybe like a Zinchenko or Gabriel, uh, a Ben White. I mean, I'd be struggling to bench most of those defenders. So I'd probably go down a 3.9 and go down to like a Taylor or something like that personally and then free up all those funds from Chilwell because you're probably going to need them. Cash, a doggy, Anderson, Newcastle. You can play three of those pretty much every week and then I'd probably go down personally because that's what most people did on the wildcard anyway. Um, Mike Parsons, do I keep Bruno for game week nine and move to Saka for game week 10 or make an earlier move for Saka? I mean, that's depending on injury because he's not going away with England, is he? Um, so if we think that he's going to be fit for game week 10, do you make that move early or just wait for the one week? I, I mean, mean Sheffield United away. I know it sounds like sunk cost, right? But I just wildcarded and I kept Fernandez, So I'm not sure sunk cost applies because my cost was free if I wanted to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm just really sunk. But I think if you've got Fernandez or Rashford, Sheffield United, you keep for at least that. Then City at home, fair enough. Fulham, Luton, Everton after that as well. So for me, it, it would either either Tottenham or Man United are my route to like an Arsenal mid mm. and I will happily hold the other. But at the moment, I'm in between them. So I'm in no desperate rush to sell Fernandes. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Eunice Fitness says, do I do Matoma to Gordon right after the international break? I would say no. No, Brian. Because you're going to want Matoma tasty, the next week. Right? Yeah. yeah. I like Gordon. I've got Gordon on my wildcard, but you're going to want... So basically... You're doing a move where everybody's going to be wanting to get Matoma the next week. So I don't think yeah. that's a good move, personally. Fulham home, Everton away, Sheffield United home, Nottingham Forest away. Yeah. That's lovely, mate. Four that's weeks ridiculous. Of, uh, of big returns. Yeah. Um, get Jao Pedro. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> mate, when he nearly scored at the weekend. I know. Because he started, didn't he? And then he nearly scored. I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, he did start. <laughs> when yeah. I finally got rid of him. Um, Michael Scott says, if you had delayed wildcarding until week nine or ten, what players would you likely bring in that you don't have? Well, it's so, Arsenal and Brighton for me. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think it's very similar, isn't it? But you're going Arsenal and Brighton. And maybe the difference is maybe you don't have Man United anymore. Um, yeah. I think Newcastle's, one of the differences might not be a double, because, yeah, they've got Palace Wolves, Arsenal, Bournemouth, Chelsea, Man United, Everton, Spurs. So it's not terrible. I think but Spurs maybe you don't. Well. maybe you don't have double Newcastle anymore, yeah. especially like if that buys you something better going forward. I don't think you'd go triple Spurs either. I think you'd probably go one Spurs mid in Madison or Son, probably Porro or a doggy as well. And then you'd have to use up one of those midfielder spaces on somebody else. Shot, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Joshua Tan, best game week nine captaincy option. Answer that above. We said Harlan, Salah. They're pretty much the two top ones. Um, Velin says, don't go with Gandhi's fixture, lads. Klopp hates it too. Yeah. Seb was said about this before the stream. It's nothing to do with that, is it, mate? Can I can I repeat my my extremely clever? As long as it's quick, it go for clever. it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, we don't we don't like the early kickoff. And you know, yet we've 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 put boots on the moon and we can transplant our transplant a human heart from one body to another. But what we can't do is wake up two hours earlier than usual, eat some pasta and play football. Yeah. It's 
nonsense. I, I love the person on Twitter that mostly follows this strategy, but it's complete nonsense. Yeah. Uh, James Smith, what is Flapjack up to in Vegas? You don't want to know. <laughs> We've had some pictures and it's disgusting. We'll show them on. We'll show them on the last ever Scoutcast that we're on. Um, but it's disgusting. You know the Hangover. Yeah, it's, it's worse than that. Um, CC Mallet says, with so many big players doing well, are there any budget enablers we can actually trust in our eleven? Gordon? Question mark. Anyone else? I mean, I've mentioned Cole Palmer. That could be very interesting moving forward. He is ridiculous. I think he's four point nine million, and if he's on penalties for Chelsea and starting every week. <laughs> That's, I mean, that could be, fixtures aren't amazing. I think minutes are an issue there, but that's a hell of an upside if you do get those minutes right. Yeah. And Kunku's training again. Is he? So that could be interesting, yeah. I mean, when Chelsea's fixtures get better, which is a little while now, is it around about 16? Yeah. Oh, early December. That could be perfect for Kunku, mate. Anyone who's got a wild card, actually, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19, which is the turn of the turn of the year obviously halfway through the season we've also got the city blank then getting back on chelsea might be incredible especially if nkunku's around yeah uh throw a couple of other names in there i guess archer is everyone's cheap enabler up front right you never play him but sits on your bench and provides funds elsewhere uh and then the defense in general maybe because if you take trippier out of mine my most expensive is five at pedro porro mm-hmm. and you can go even cheaper than that so i think while premium defenders are still good especially trippier and the liverpool players in the next few weeks I think you can go very cheap in defence and enable things further forward. Yeah, I mentioned a few others as well. I think because uh, I was looking at so many on in on my wildcard. Uh, Neto, I still think is a good shout. Like I still think he's yeah. fine. Uh, Gibbs White, Gordon, uh, and then and I know people hate this because he's 0.5 more than Archer, but Lyle Foster isn't having a bad season and he's on penalties for Burnley as well. Yeah. He could be somebody where if you pay that extra 0.5. He's not a bad option to bring off the bench every now and again. So it depends what you're looking for, but they are options that could have good seasons that people will barely own. Lyle Foster got an assist again this week as well. So yeah, that was it's a shame you sat out one of the one of the fixtures in the double, right? Because I think a lot yeah, of people would have potentially gone there. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Linus, uh, super chat. Thank you very much for five pounds. I think that goes straight in Seb's pocket. Uh, oh, says great I can buy food this week. <laughs> oh no 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 sorry no it goes in my pocket. Uh, great. You can uh, buy me food this say, week. Say sorry to your son for me. Uh, great stream, guys. Is triple Spurs still essential? And if not, who would you keep out of the three? Good question. What do you think, Seb? No, it's not essential. I guess similar to the question earlier, right? Where if you were wildcarding now, I think mm-hmm. you when you said you'd go double, so you get a defender and you get. I think Poro's quite a bit better if you can afford the difference but the real decision comes in midfield and then i think it comes down to what else you want to do so if you're doing like a harlan salah team maybe madison is the choice because then yeah. you can have i don't know bruno fernandez so maybe you don't um son yeah the minutes are down a bit but we hope we think penalties um obviously playing up front and i guess if you subscribe to the idea that in the harder fixtures son actually is just as a good asset because on the counter well, the fixtures do get a bit tougher soon. Chelsea home, not the worst. Aston Villa home, Man City away in the next sort of, what, six game, game weeks. Maybe you'd rather have Son over that time. But I think it maybe comes down to budget. What do you reckon? It does come down to budget, I think. And it's very, very interesting that when I was looking at my wild card and looking for future weeks, it's the Spurs boys I was thinking about losing. So when I'm thinking about getting Matoma in, when I'm thinking about getting Saka in, I didn't want to lose the other guys. And it was it was the Spurs boys. I was like, oh, do I lose them? I think most people will have two Spurs for quite a long run now, but I'd be very surprised if people hold all three because there's just so many of those mids that people want. And like I said, Matoma and Saka have got to be top of everybody's lists in yeah. terms of who they want back from game week 10. So I think people will be surprised they're going to get rid of a Madison or Son, I think. 
I think Sondersaka will be very popular. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think that's one of the ways I'd be looking. It's it's just whether I feel like I want Son because is he on pens? He's, he's literally well, we giving know, the ball to people. Assumption. Exactly. Yeah. So that annoys me. And I do wonder because he hasn't got the highest ceiling out of all those players. And if he's also giving away penalties, I don't know. I don't know whether you prefer to have Son. I mean, I think I, I'd make the decision on budget, I think, still, because it's it's enough of a difference that it buys you a significant change in your squad elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So if budget wasn't an issue, yes, I think I'd go Son. Like, even without penalties, I think his points potential is higher than Madison, just about. Yeah. But for, what, nearly one and a half million, is it, give or take? Mm-hmm. I think you can probably use that elsewhere. That You know, that's the difference between a, a cheap striker and a usable striker. Yeah. Uh, Ali McDonald says, Madison to Martinelli. For game week 10, if you can't reach Saka, I like this question. So, Martinelli's obviously back, he scored at the weekend, but obviously, Ake definitely helped him there. Um, Martinelli, is is he worth a shot if, if you can't reach Saka? Did I see that Trossard was out? So, obviously, you see if Saka's fit, probably will be after the international break. I think I saw earlier, yeah, 75% chance of playing on the FL side at the moment, but that might just be an early flag. If Trossard is out, that definitely helps Martinelli's minutes, you would say. Mm. Um, off the top of my head, their numbers from last season, this is Saka, Odegaard and Martinelli, were very, very similar. And I think that's kind of carried through to this season. I think I would go Saka, Odegaard, Martinelli in that yeah. preference order, unless there was like a price or minutes reason to change that. That's literally what I was just about to say. I think I'd put Odegaard above Martinelli still, because there's still the chance that Odegaard gets those pens as well. Like I said, they I do... I don't see even it. think it's he's, a chance anymore. Like He's taken two, I think, hasn't he? Saka, Saka is the penalty taker, unless reasons. And those reasons... Generally no seem to, well, those reasons generally seem to be if Saka's already scored or taken a penalty, which we saw the weekend. He gave, yeah. Was it he gave away two? Yeah. Oh, the last weekend, sorry. Uh, and then I think every now and again there might be Erdegaard just fancies it because of the match anyway. So you could probably go 60-40 Saka slash Erdegaard slash someone else. Yeah. Uh, B says, thoughts on Lyle Foster? Oh, <laughs> I've answered that above. Um, Michael Scott says, who's the best one-week punt in nine pre-wildcard 10? Oh. Let me get their fixtures out. Hang on. <laughs> so, I mean, Liverpool-Everton jumps out to me, mostly because I'm assuming you have like a Haaland. So, obviously, <laughs> like another City attack against Brighton would be lovely. I think like if we... So, it's post-international break. If you know that, say, for example, Darwin is starting for Liverpool, early fixture at home to Everton, mm-hmm. that could be a really nice one-week pump because it's one of those ones that should be attainable with one transfer. And also, you know, the upside could be two or three goals there without, yeah. you know, too much risk if you know he's starting. Otherwise, try and ignore popular players because I assume you have them. Maybe Spurs, Fulham. But again, you probably have those players. Do you know what I'm going to go with? Yeah. I'm going to go with Morgan Gibbs-White. There you nice. go. Penalty taker oh, against yeah, Luton. Luton. Oh, yeah. I won you then, actually, to be fair. Yeah. There you go. They'd be quite fun to go with just for one week. Yeah. Um Kirsty Brown says on oh, game week 10 one year is yeah, out didn't play please, this week. please ignore yeah, that yeah. yeah he's out to November so please yeah. disregard <laughs> uh, Kirsty Brown says on game week 10 wildcard who is more essential Haaland or Salah if you can only have one we know Seb thinks it's Salah <laughs> I'm, I'm, no comment so Salah yeah um, yeah I'm, I, I mean <sighs> I'm going to say Salah because I think, and I'm just basing that purely on fixtures. So I, I am going to say Salah because the fixtures are there for him and Haaland are not. So I'm, I'm going to say Salah. I there. guess Haaland's got rid of his hardest one now. 
So it's Brighton, United, Bournemouth, Chelsea, Liverpool, Spurs. I mean, it's still rubbish, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, Damien Broom says, can we see your teams or can you tell us your current teams? You can read yeah. mine out if you want. We'll, we'll, I mean, next Monday, we'll go through them, obviously, on screen. Yes. But I, yeah. uh, so my team currently for next week, bus team is Johnston in goal, which means I was benched. Chelsea away makes sense, I think. Trippier, Dallo and Pedro Porro with Bruno Fernandes, Mbumo, Salah captain, Son vice captain and Madison. Darwin and Watkins up front. That means I'm mentioning Cash and Dan Byrne. I think mentioning Dan Byrne, play Trippier makes sense. And Archer, fair enough. So really, my main decision would be like Cash or Dallo to play, which is Sheffield United away or West Ham at home. The only other change I guess I would make is if we know Darwin doesn't start. And then I'd probably keep him. I'd probably just start Cash. Yeah. Uh, so I've got Turner in goal, uh, Porro, Burn, and Cash, then Bowen, Madison, Salah, Gordon. Gordon comes in for his debut, uh, and Son with Watkins and Harland captain. I've got no decisions to make, really. Mitchell, Taylor, and Archer on the bench, and Ariola um, looking to roll, obviously. And then hopefully I've got some options for getting Saka or Matoma or whatever it is in the next week. Um, uh, da Nick Giordano says, is Odegaard generally a hold at this point? Yeah, I think we've mentioned Odegaard just before. I, I think I'd hold him if I had him. Um, yeah. Martin, my rank is 3.6 million. Y'all reckon my season's over? Mm-hmm. And he was like 2.9 million a week ago. So no, you could be like, you could you could be 300k in two weeks, like genuinely. I, I, I was 3.8 million two weeks ago and I'm now yeah, 1.8 million. And there's no reason to think that I don't get another green arrow soon hopefully and also i would say you can also do that without having to do anything crazy like you know going completely nuts with captaincy or picks or anything just continue making the picks you think are best and there's probably still only about 30 points between you and like top 800k or something yeah um uh (laughs) ixlovac says andy still has double man united midfield come on man no i don't no i don't I do not have double Man United midfield. I haven't done for a whole week. Um, <laughs> uh, FPL goal. I've, I've been shamed. Yeah. <laughs> FPL goal Galazzo says, uh, Mo Kudus as a cheaper option to Bowen. Yeah, obviously he came on and scored. I'm not sure whether that completely means that he's now got all the minutes. And obviously yeah. I still like Bowen personally. But I, If you can't afford Bowen, I don't know if you, I mean, I know James Ward-Prowse is there, who I like quite a lot less, but is an option if you love those fixtures. Yeah. But yeah, I think I wouldn't be I wouldn't be assured enough on the minutes. You can take the risk by all means. Um, I guess I just prefer some some safer minutes personally. Yeah. Uh, Kenneth Kenholt says, would you consider Matip on a wild card as a cheap way into Liverpool defence? I don't think so, but I haven't really thought about it. Um, I was basically looking at Trent or Robertson or nothing. Um, I don't. Has their defence, their actual defence, been all that so far this season? Because I know early on they were obviously struggling defensively. So it's those attacking returns from Trent, maybe Robertson, that I think you'd want. Just looking at the XGA at the moment. They're like mid-table. Obviously, that's like eight matches. So take from that what you want. Um, I don't know if I need to cover their defence unless I get some attacking return for it as well. Mm, yeah. I mean, I haven't, um, right? So Hamden Hopeful says, bit more respect for McTominay needed, please. Great attitude. Happy to have him for Scotland. Yeah, no, I've got all the respect in the world for him. But we weren't expecting McTominay to score the last two goals oh. in the match. It was we were expecting Bruno or Rashford. I think if there was like one core thing, whenever we, whenever we come on on chat, is like real football, FPL, very different things. Like, you know, you can think whatever you want to McTominay in real football, but in FPL, nah, which is yeah. never an option, is he? Uh, Ryan, I've got Flecken. God, wow, unlucky a Flecken Owens, uh, who's apparently out for a while with an illness. 
literally till November with an illness. So I'm hoping he's all right. Oh, that mate, sounds that's tough. Yeah. Um, who would you buy? Need to sell to get funds. Well, Flecken's 4.5. Yeah, so, so you've what, got you and you're go not down, on, I'm assuming. so you're not on a wild card, and I'm going to assume you've got like Turner or Ariola, who, yeah. for what it's worth, are really good backups. Like we know Turner could lose his place eventually, but both of them have decent enough fixtures. Both of them are good goalkeepers. I went for the Raya Johnston because I think they they double up their fixtures like are amazing together. Remembering that Raya can't play Brentford as well, Johnston has a great fixture then. Also, Raya may eventually get dropped, and so I have a starter in Johnston, but that's mm-hmm. a bit more expensive. And if you're not on wildcard, you obviously have to make a single decision, not a rotating decision. So I'd say you're probably picking between like Ariola Turner, you maybe already have. Uh, Leno is an option. I think Johnston is an option. You could gamble with Raya. Um, Pope, would you go to Pope? Yeah, not massively, I don't think. I think I prefer their defenders, but I, I do like um, I do like Johnston. I think Johnston's a really good shout. And Henderson's out for a while as well. So there's no damage, you know, no worry that he's going to be replacing him so I, I do like that shout I um, guess one option of course is whoever replaces the Brentford you know whoever's Brentford goalkeeper if yes. you like Brentford's defence then... Storovska is that his name is it isn't it the old Lazio goalkeeper um Strakosha yeah Strakosha the old he, he, play, he used to play for Lazio did he I didn't yeah. know that I mean there might have been a while ago but yeah that's my memory yeah. of that um yeah, yeah so if he's 3.9 if he's if he's coming in then you know you could always just make that your second goalkeeper and you've got Brentford covered if you like Brentford defensively yeah um mad says share to gabrielle then hope botman gets fresh again yeah because botman might be going down tonight as well so he could be a lot cheaper for people's teams in game week 10 uh but would you do share to gabrielle i don't think i would this week no i think it's game week 10 that Arsenal's yeah. fixtures are better so i would unless you really desperately need that player in which case going early does make sense because you don't spend an extra transfer but yeah i'd hold it if i could yeah uh, Bongo Bongo says, "Oh my God, I'm 50k now. I need to do my own podcast." FPL Bongo, do, mate. yeah, go for it, mate. Bongo, yeah, Bongo. There's another international break in November. We'd listen. Yes. Hit, yeah. hit David Monday up. We'll uh, we'll have a week off. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jay, now I like this one. James Stevenson says, "If you had to pick one of Watkins or Diaby, which one would you choose?" I'm conflicted as to whether to triple up on Villa or not, even with the great fixtures. If we just think about that first bit, Watkins or Diaby, who would you be going with? So I went Watkins on Walker because we didn't know Diaby was going to be fit. Mm-hmm. If we had known that, it would only be midfielders that stopped me. There are more midfield options than forward options. So Watkins is a nicer fit for our FPL teams. But in complete isolation, I think I just prefer Diaby. If you can grab both, if you're workarding this week, I'd probably have Diaby over and Bumo, who I have instead. Yeah. And it's very, very interesting as well that so many people were obviously thinking about going no Haaland which kind of meant that Alvarez became less of an option in terms of if you're wildcarding, like really 7 million Man City player is playing every game. You'd think he'd be in every team, but he wasn't. So it's kind of Watkins was kind of the next best option, if that makes sense. So I think Watkins was very, very popular when we maybe didn't expect him to be. But um, I think Diaby, like you said, if you can get both, it's lovely. But it's just those midfield spots. We just don't have enough. Um, oh God, I keep every now and again, it zooms on in the questions um uh paul catnip says how risky is doubling up on robbo and trent asking for a friend that's just expensive isn't it yeah it is it means you can't get trippier i'm assuming if you have those two which you might not want in a couple of weeks but then uh, i don't think you need both of them either like it could come lovely that's something that's something flapjack would do right yeah big time yeah and someone else said where's flappy uh i need to talk to him about uh rico lewis Rico Lewis obviously played. He looked good as well, but um, obviously didn't get the clean sheet there. 
Mate, when Rico is playing over Calvin, when Rodri's out, bad times yeah. for Calvin, right? Yeah, I know, big time. Yeah, feel, feel uh, and they even play Bernardo Silva, you know, a bit further back. As yeah, well, he was like think. he was like the six when the yeah. in the first like fifteen that I watched at least. That was nice. God. He's so good. Uh, Gorab says, "Do I get Hoyland now and Watkins in game week twelve, or vice versa?" No, Watkins in game week ten is frightening, but hope DRB can cover him. I've said it multiple times, and I'm a United fan. I still wouldn't be going anywhere near Hoyland yet. But we're just not creating enough to feed a young striker like it for me he's just not somebody i go with because there's so many other options i, I think i just get watkins now personally yeah agreed yeah um antonio jose says uh, do you think that basuma being out will have a big impact on madison and son's scores at game week nine fulham so in theory obviously basuma good player especially in the balance of that team yes longer term but i think for an individual match especially against a weaker opposition when of course they do have other good midfielders, probably not enough for us for it to affect our FPL decisions. Yeah. Uh, Alan X, how is Seb going to feel during the weekend, captaining the early kickoff with Salah as captain? We've mentioned it before. Seb, you've got no issues doing the early kickoff, do you? It's not the early kickoff. That's the problem there, my friend. There's another <laughs> player with a good fixture. Um, let's skip Bayless. Right. We've got to keep this. We're, we're, we're coming to the end of this stream already. He's asked a question that Seb could talk about for another half hour. So, Seb, as quickly as you can, Seb, why don't you use XG Delta in your analysis? Do you take into account players who are consistent XG outperformers? Oh, you've muted yourself. Oh, there you go. Done. Done. That's a good way of not talking, isn't it? (laughs) Um, Yes. Every week we do a section where we look at XG over and under performers. So come back and watch that. Uh, Christopher Roberts says, is Inketcher a cheap way into Arsenal? Uh, I don't think I yeah I don't think I'd be doing that personally no you as well no yeah yeah minutes is I mean if you'd made that shot a few weeks ago awesome but feels tough Uh, Michael Lowe by the way says Rico did get the clean sheet it was hooked before the goal do you know what I missed that I think I think I I missed it because because Flappy benched him as well so I think that's the only time I would see Rico Lewis points that would have been so good yeah I missed that um uh, Sarah says, I messed up ignoring Salah on wildcard game week eight and have another red arrow. I left the funds to switch Son out for Salah, but would you stick with it or make the transfer? Huh. So I get the, the you know, the feelings of like feeling like you have to correct that error, but I wouldn't, I don't think leaving Salah out was a massive error, especially if you've got Son on Haaland. You know, that's the decision some people would have made. I think Son to Salah does feel good, but maybe uh, Everton, Everton Forest. Everton <laughs> Forest, Leeton. Maybe it's next week. Son's got Fulham at home. Mm. Yeah, Salah's got a great fixture, but I assume you can captain Haaland. Then Son has Palace, Chelsea, Wolves, Villa, City. So it's then that you'd probably want Salah, who has, you know, Forest, Luton, Brentford. Yeah. Fulham. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Give it one more week because the the thing you do not want to do is swap them and then obviously they swap their points around like they yeah. did this week. It's a t- it's a tough one, I feel it, but I think I think you you have to ignore what happened last week and make your best decision now. And I think that's waiting one more week, as long yeah. as you have Harland to captain. Uh, Joshua Tan, is Dean a risk with Moreno returning soon? Yes, I'd say so. Yeah, if you have to adjust his minutes down, even if you think he's still good. Yeah. Uh, Jojo says, hey, lads, nice chill vibes tonight. It is actually, it's quite nice. Uh, Rico Lewis was subbed before the Arsenal goal, so got his clean sheet locked. Minute silence for poor Flapjack. Yep, yeah. there you go. Well done, Flappy. Thinking of you, mate. Yeah, from our our brothers over the pond. Um, James Stevenson, is Huang simply a case of an overperforming asset or can he keep this streak up with the good fixtures to come? I think he's got five goals. 
so far this season? So I've not looked at his numbers this season, and I'm not going to know because it will take too long. Apologies. If I recall last year, maybe the year before, there was a period where he scored like three or four in a row or something and was massively overperforming. So two takeaways. Either when he gets chances, he's a really good finisher, or we clearly have evidence that he can be a bit streaky in the past, but but no, I don't think he will keep it up. I don't think he's a human son. Yeah. Uh, and if I were to go Wolves, it would be Neto I think I'd still be going for. Um, Sarah says, thank you. I do have Haaland uh, as to captain. Appreciate the advice. No worries, Sarah. Uh, and last one. Tim Edmonds says, what are your thoughts on a game week 18 wild card? It's 18 the blank. 18 is the blank, yeah. So I feel like you want to go the week before or the week after, right? Yeah. You probably want to dead into into 18, i.e. sell your City assets and Brentford if you have them, and then wildcard them back in. Mm-hmm. Or, I guess, go the week before and have some transfer plans. 18 probably isn't the shout, unless I've missed something. And assuming you mean around about 18, I would go the week after, so I would dead end, lose like Haaland for a week, lose whoever it is, Alvarez, and then wildcard them back in. Yeah, that's completely what I would do as well. Lovely stuff. Uh, right, chat, thank you so much. We peaked about 500 people, which is not bad for an international oh, break. Nice. So thank you so much for joining all of us. Um, I hope we answered what we've tried to answer as many questions as possible uh, in, uh, what, about 40 minutes, which is not too bad either. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you do enjoy the break as well. I say this every time we have an international break. Just spend a week now just, just not thinking about FPL as much as possible. That's always something that I say to do because we, you know, we get so bogged down in stats and things like that. It's nice to just have a bit of a, uh, a kind of time where you're not having to think about it too much. So Seb, thank you for joining us, mate. Is that what you're thinking of doing? Just having a bit of downtime now? Yeah. I mean, during COVID, I think there was, I think it was Serge Nabry, if it wasn't, apologies, who came out with a lovely quote, which was football is the most important, unimportant thing in the world. Yeah. And I think that extends to FBL, right? When we care, when it's on, when it's happening, it's super important to us. But realistically, it's so unimportant. It's yeah. not here for a week. Go go do other more joyful things. Yeah, run around in a field somewhere. <laughs> um, so lovely stuff. And like I said, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I was about to say, I hope your hours are green, but you've got two weeks to wait until that happens. So uh, enjoy yourself and I hope you enjoy the stream. And we'll, you never know, maybe we'll do this on another international break, but we will see. Uh, thank you so much. And we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>